it started to record. There you go. And I just want to make sure we've actually got a little... Oh, look at them. There you go. It's little waveforms going up. All the talking and here it is. And down. <laughs> and up and down. And when I stop... Nothing. Nothing. Just a little <laughs> flat line. Okay, it reminds me of your chest. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like me reminded of that at all times. No, I don't mean it. All right, so how do we start? Should we introduce ourselves? Well, I can do that if you'd like. I'm okay, not too sure. Okay, you go first. You introduce yourself. Well, I'm Nikki. And I'm Will. Ah, that seems to take care of that. That seems to have taken care of all that we need to take care <laughs> right. of for the so time when we being. Were, when we were trying to think of how to do this, we were kind of talking about what we, we wouldn't do and what we would do. I don't remember you stating <laughs> anything that we wouldn't do. What well, would we not yeah. do? Well, we had a lot of uh, ideas from that we basically were going to steal from other podcasts. That and was that we wouldn't, uh, what we could and couldn't get away with. Um, so I think the Collings and Heron thing was maybe our, our main... Yeah, we were going to steal pretty much what they were going to do. But without the bad sound quality. So um, Not to diss them because we both like yeah. them quite a bit. Absolutely. So I think Not that they're I ever going to listen to this. I guess the form of this thing, is, if we ever do another one, will be that it's kind of free form. So some weeks it could be just talking nonsense from from the newspapers. It could be reviews or it could be what we're doing today. Yeah, so, I think so. Um, so do you want to explain what we're going to do today? Well, I think what we're going to do today is we, each of us has actually prepared maybe a question, maybe a statement. Yeah. Statements such as Bertie Ahern, discuss. <laughs> um, yeah, that actually ties into my first one. We'll I had a funny yeah. <laughs> And um, we're just going um, to, it's like an interview with each other. Yeah. To ask the questions we've never really been able to ask each other before mm. because there wasn't a forum. We're expecting <laughs> honesty. We couldn't. We couldn't ask these questions of each other without microphones and recording equipment. Yeah, as part of the process. As I must be admitted that we're actually making eye contact for the first time yeah, in a long it's time. It's very strange. So it's like, a bizarre thing. I think maybe <laughs> it'd be better if we were sitting left to right and we had someone else to look at because usually someone else is our audience and yeah. they're visible and we're trying to amuse them and kind of a. Or we could just look at the monitors. To our, okay, I'm going to make sure that, that yeah, best. lines still gone up and down for, for the rest of our. Uh, any more podcasts we do, we won't just see each other at all. We'll just look at the monitors. But uh, yeah. so, do you want to explain what we're we're going? We our plan was to kind of for today. We're going to take each go away. I'll do it. We're going to go away. Oh no! You sorry, take, Will. I'll do it. No, you do it. I'll do it. Uh, we were each going to go away and take and come up with three things to bring back to the other person. It could be a question. It could be I could be asking you to explain something to me, or I could be asking advice on something. But there were going to be three separate things. And uh, that's right. So that's what we were going to do. So I, as I'm talking now, I'm going to ask you to go first. You want me to go first? Yeah, uh, that freak. would suit me better. <laughs> <laughs> and I cursed first. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, okay. I'm very happy to do it. Well, you see, the thing is, I said I'd, I'd choose three. And then I went, there's just so much I'd like to know. And, and so many things. But also so many discussion points that we've just never been able to glance on. Really? Yeah. Actually, maybe not. I think we've talked about pretty we've much everything We've talked about a lot so of things. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Things men shouldn't talk about, really. Or even anybody, even humans, should just shouldn't talk about something. Well, we don't have to discuss. talk about it, but the fact that we're publicising it to other people, yeah. ostensibly three others, maybe, they, <laughs> that's about all that's going to We risk extreme it. alienation as a result, but sure, go ahead, give me your first one, let me hear it. Okay, well, the first one is, is kind of silly. I was just wondering, what's the earliest conversation with your mum or dad that you can remember? Oh, um, earliest conversation. I remember um, being about, I would say, seven and my mum and da- my dad used to work on Irish ferries, so he would go mm. back and forth to Liverpool all the time. And this was at a time when you could get stuff in Liverpool you just couldn't get here. You know, it was like it was like going to New York for all intents and purposes. You come back with all of this stuff you just couldn't get here. Mm. So they would get all of our um, Christmas presents in 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 Liverpool. So we did, we always end up with stuff that nobody else had, and it wasn't. It was just purely because of my dad's job would put him in that situation and you get it, mm-hmm. yeah. and it, they wouldn't spend any more money than they would probably spend here, but. So we get all these things. And once my mum bought me, uh, or they, they got me, you know, for Christmas, this, um, uh, like an action figure, a 12 okay. inch tall action figure of uh, Tonto from Tonto, or the Long <laughs> Ranger. So, but, and I, it was great because it was one of these figures. It was really uh, articulated and the, re- the clothing was fantastic. The joints and everything like that. It, was and had, it had a, like a velvet kind of uh you know, Poncho. you know, the, the Indian gear with the, the kind of tassel kind of thing on it, all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, it had um, it had this little beaded necklace on him that you could take with a little elasticated beaded necklace. Okay. Which I thought uh, looked a bit girly when I was a kid. Yeah. So I remember taking it off him and I was sitting beside a fire 
and flinging it into the fire. Yeah. And but I was sitting right beside my mum when I did it. I didn't even think that she had seen it. So and then I remember just reaching over into the fire and taking the melted no. plastic out and trying to put it back on. In the meantime, going oh oh oh, oh and uh, putting the melted plastic and pieces of the skin from my fingers back on the action man, and then going then blowing on it to cool it down. And my mom asking me what I was doing, and that was kind of the first conversation. And then I got really upset, and I remember trying to explain to. And you're about seven. About seven. Okay. I was really upset trying to. Um, explain why I had thrown in the fire and then I felt guilty for doing it and taking it out mm. like that. And I think that was the first one I remember it's the first one that came to mind anyway um, but yeah that seems to be the first conversation I remember either that or the time when I was in school and it must have been the same year because I was in like second class would that be like seven years old yeah second, be right. third class something like that uh second no class, second class, second right class. Seven. and for a dare this guy his name was uh, I'll say his name Aubrey Burney guy called Aubrey. I don't know what's funny about that. I don't know what, what's, what's funny. I don't know if I can go any further than that and make it as funny as the guy's name being Aubrey. But he <laughs> he dared me to pull up the skirt of a girl who was standing Aww. in front of the, the, the desk they were sitting on. Mm. And it just seemed like a silly thing. So I got my pencil and I got her skirt like that. And uh, she went straight up and told the teacher yeah. who then went straight over to the principal and with me, dragged me behind her, stood me in the office and I, I got caned. So... Sorry, well, let's just let's just for just for those people who are yeah. listening, you are exactly what age to be able to be caned? You, it was the eighteen hundreds we're talking yeah. about here, right? No, this would have been the uh, this would have been the seventies, late seventies. Wow, been, yeah. that's really heavy. Uh, so I got so I got caned, but he, this guy he had um, different rulers for caning. You one the one he caned the boys with was um, like a stick of bamboo. Okay. That was slightly heavier because it had like a metal core to it for some reason. So it had a bit Jesus. of weight to it. And the girls would go, you know, those flimsy. It's like Harry Potter wands. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what, if it, what if your arse had a phoenix feather up, but that was Smack the exact same phoenix feather that was in his cane? Yeah. <laughs> you would have created some kind of vortex around your bottom. <laughs> I prayed for a vortex at that stage. Who because, doesn't? Well, he. He would, uh, he'd make you stand there and he'd go along the line with all the guys who were getting caned that day. And he would just, by the time he got to you, he would be red faced and sweating and disheveled. He'd so he's, the guy he was. schedules these beatings yeah, like on a the, regular they, basis. If you're caught at lunchtime, you would have you would have to line up in what was called the quadrangle, which was just, Ooh. which sounded so, I'd never been in the quadrangle until I was that age and I was terrified of it. I thought it was like some torture chamber. It kind of was, I guess, in a way. But he, um, so anyway, I was brought over to his office and I remember sitting there and he wasn't there yet. And he had like a glass case mm-hmm. with uh, a little dummy of a boy wearing the school uniform. And I just thought it was really creepy and weird. And as I was looking at it, he came in. They didn't even ask what happened and whack, whack, whack on the hand. But like I was saying, he used to... Do you, do you reckon that the other teachers were briefing him? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Pull up a girl's skirt. Get in there and sort them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this one is going to be good. I really deserve <laughs> this. I, oh, I had a bad day. I'm going to take it out in this small child. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but he, he used to use, you know, the little wooden flimsy rulers, the little 12-inch mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. lighted balsa wood almost. That's what the girls would get. And okay. the guys would get this sort of thing. So I remember, anyway, I got caned for that. I was also given a letter to bring home to my parents and I uh, sat in front of them at the fire thinking I got away that night doing my homework and I remember taking going through my uh, bag and getting my homework out and the letter flopping out on the ground oh. and I was nabbed for it and I had to explain it and I was terrified but my mum uh, she was great she kind of marched back up to the school and yeah. uh, just read them the riot act for basically because they had mentioned in the letter deviant behavior. <laughs> did not go into it in any way. Like it was just deviant behavior. Just, uh, we we want you to um, we want you to come up to the school and talk about William's deviant behavior. And that was the only thing I'd ever done. The only thing That's I'd ever bizarre. done. Well, and it is deviant. I mean, in it's some ways, because when you're on a very straight line, yeah. all of a sudden you got a pencil. I've on never done the it since. Skirt. Deviant. Not in the workplace or in the school. But he, uh, yeah, so. I can vouch for that. So my mum, I remember I being really upset and uh, just my mum just kind of calming me down and saying, no, you shouldn't have done it, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Mm. So they're kind of the earliest ones I can remember. Sure, obviously it was loads I before. Love, I love it's, not, it's not like they didn't talk to me until I was seven or anything, but it was, uh, but they're the, the first ones that came to mind. I so. love how both of them were scolding ones. They're ones <laughs> that you did something that you shouldn't do. Yeah, but, and then you're being like sort of remonstrated there was for them an element you of it, them. There was no malice in any of it, you know, it's just a silly throwing something into a fire. But then feeling's bad enough that I reached into the fire to take yeah, it back. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then the other one, yeah, a bit of perviness that I, you know. You never get But it was more residual. about the dare. It was never, it was never about, you know, let's let's pull up this girl's skirt. It was just, um, he dared me to do it. Yeah. And I had to do it. Yeah. So that that was essentially it. So what, what's your earliest? Uh, 
Well, I think, well, see, the thing is, it, it's funny because you mentioned, this isn't an early one, but you mentioned the action man thing. Right. And being, like, really worried about what you, not, not what you did to your action man, but at the same time, you know when something's given yeah. to you as a gift. Yeah. That's exactly what I still, to this day, maintain that if something is given to me as a gift, yeah. I have to keep it. Right. Even if I don't necessarily put it on display or anything like that, yeah. I feel really guilty, like... Um, about, do you think they're going to come back and want to check you, that you have it or something? Well, it's not like I'm going to have it ready to put on display. Yeah, if but like you have someone, it. Yeah. I have it. Yeah. I have it available to me at some point, unless right. someone else has thrown it out. And in which case, I can completely take the blame away from me. You don't me have and, a, a cut-off point three years. If you haven't used it, it's gone. You don't have any Yeah, more. I hear all those things like clothes and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You should chuck them out if you haven't worn them in the past year. No, that's nonsense. No. I am a hoarder. <laughs> I think I'm going to end up being like that mentor over in London who just collected stuff and then started looking through other people's bins for good stuff and then just kept it in his flat. <laughs> The guy who had uh, big, big jars of his own wee in the house. Well, I'm quite (laughs) scatological in my in what I talk about, but I'm pretty much terrified. Clean house. I keep a clean house, and I'm terrified about any talk about the toilet. And you know about in our house, we've got a perv window. It's not actually a perv window, but it's a small window into the bathroom that lets you look in. Scared shit. I I don't. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want any. I don't want a curtain over it. Although we do have one there. Just do your business and work. I like the idea of it, but. Uh, Emily knows that she can really annoy me on a regular basis by coming and saying, oh, I'm going to look in the window. I'm like, don't look in the window. Don't look in the window. And it's not like she wants to see it. And like, I mean, it's, it's just, uh, you could be doing number one or number two. It doesn't, doesn't matter, matter. But you just don't want someone else involved in that but kind of business. But that's the thing, isn't it, about, um, like when you go into like a toilet in a pub, I can't use the, ur- the urinal wall. It's okay. not stage fight or anything. that I just don't know why I I need to pee standing beside someone if there's a cubicle there. So what I... And it's like if you were to walk down the street yeah. and you saw some guy in the middle of the street having a wee on the ground, you would give him the widest berth. Yeah. But if you're in a pub, you're expected to stand beside him. You know? So I just don't get it's it. It's camaraderie. So, so, yeah, a bit of privacy at that in, in that instance, I think, is, is not... Yeah, my uncle, Michael, you know? used to give me a really hard time. He says, men, use pissers. <laughs> Women, sit. And he gave me that lecture two or three times. He works for Anglo Irish Bank. Already. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sort of in good stead. I'm sure he, that, that came up at the AGM or something. Yeah, I reckon. Like that. I just yeah, like exactly. the AOB. AOB. Men. Men. Pissers. I, mean, yeah, I would he, like that recorded. He's a Thank nice you. man. <laughs> but Management no, material, obviously. But no, I can't. I don't, I, don't, I don't really talk about those kind of things. But I remember about an action man. I was given an action man too and it was something that i wanted for absolutely ages like i had one that had no joints on it right. it was pretty much i can imagine it was like a barbie but like the male, really cheap one a male no barbie joints, with no joints yeah. in the arms like that i mean yeah he'll yeah. bend up in half yeah. like you could sit him up somewhere. he didn't have textured hair it was just no textured hair no eagle head. eyes okay. nothing like that you know mm. um that's not I, an action man technically speaking. well that's come more on. of a some you know cheap kind of nonsense a 12 inch action figurine shall we call it that I'm not too sure and I wasn't I mean I wasn't as young as you were there when you were talking about your X-Men I think I might have been lucky enough to get one when I was 8 there was a guy up the road for me who's now a politician who had the whole lot he had like a full tank for action man and stuff like that just (laughs) it was it was just insane. He had that he had an entire book of Asterix um, all the Asterix books and figures and I'm like who is this kid? Is or his parents rich? And I don't. I don't think his parents were rich. His mum wasn't working. His dad was a teacher, and yeah. he's now a politician. Well, I had a lot of that stuff as well. I had the you know the Millennium Falcon from Star Wars. I had the tank fraction because my dad had get them all in England for dirt cheap, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. um, I remember this guy in school one day. I said to him, uh, his name was uh, Lawrence. His first name was, and I said, uh, "Do you want to come over to my house this afternoon?" And he goes, uh, uh, "Is your Millennium Falcon going to be there?" <laughs> and I said, "I said no." And he goes. Uh, is your soda stream working? And I said, no. And oh. he goes, uh, can we watch something on video? And I went, no. And he goes, oh, no, I'm not coming over. So he's just so blatant, you know, he just wanted to see if all my stuff was that's, working. That's just over. honesty. I mean, I just think, especially when you're a kid, you've no problem being that honest <laughs> with things like that. Yeah, what is there in it for me coming yeah, over to visit you? And you're like, we could just have a chat and maybe come to you. Yeah. Really yeah. rather play with your toys. Yeah. <laughs> Will you be there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of but, thing. But I think some kids have caught on to it before. I told you before the Alan yeah. Quinn thing. Uh, oh, I can't mention his name. We can beat that out afterwards. <laughs> Let's bleep that out. I did. It's the Bisto guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. I've told you that loads of times. Yeah. This guy who uh, really, I mean, I can't believe I'm retreading something I've told about a hundred <laughs> times before. To everyone, I think I probably know, no, but it's I, well it's worth it. It's a good it. story, though. Um, he, he asked myself and my brother Gary home to his house, like, and said, Come on, I'll give you a toy. We're like, Okay, fair <laughs> enough. 
All right, and, and we weren't going back otherwise. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know well, why. Yeah. I, I mean, know. you have that kind of logic when you're a kid. You, there's no social niceties. It's just no. It's just right. It's, but why buy a friend? I mean, it's not a real friend. I mean, I. You don't think of it that way. You know, you just it, and he's not going to give you his best toy. He's going to give you some crappy old. I can't remember him giving us a toy, but I do remember sitting on the couch watching The Goonies right. um, on video, which I'd never seen before. And, and very few people had the video. Yeah, I think yeah. it was the second video I'd ever seen. Yeah. The first one being E.T. at a party <laughs> when it first came out and everyone just cried. And there's the <laughs> mum going away from the birthday party saying, here's a goodie bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's dead. Yeah, they He's had a dead. lovely time. <laughs> Did they stop it before he came back to life yeah, at the end? Yeah, they finished it. Like, nobody had any idea of where, where it was going to go. And my mum arrived early to pick me up, and that's right. the reason it was like that. But so you just thought E.T. was dead and you were going I, I actually refused to watch it. I remember about, I don't know, in the early 90s, there was this big deal where it was on TV for the first yeah, time. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, and everyone's yeah, like, yeah. Christmas Day, this is brilliant. I can't yeah. at last a good film. And I was like, not watching that. That's so depressing. E.T. dies. I'm not watching that. It's really, really sad. Um, and I've sort of managed to do that ever since. I don't really like off. watching Mad Sad films. But... Um, yeah, but we were sitting on the couch watching The Goonies mm-hmm. and uh, his mum came in and said, it's all right, Daryl. You all right, Alan? How are you? <laughs> and Alan went, oh, I'm, I'm grandmum. He says, can I get you anything to eat? And then he went, just some Mr. Gravy granules. <laughs> and this kid was, he was, a, he was a large kid like that. And I, I just sort of looked at him. He didn't say anything because, you know, when you're in another person's house, you don't yeah. really say anything like that. And we weren't offered any Bisto gravy granules. <laughs> but I wasn't too worried about it because then he just sat there with a big spoon and, a, and dry granules dry. to just eat oh. spoon after spoon, like brown rim oh. all the way around his mouth Jesus. and his teeth and stuff like that. See you but, later. But how lazy. I mean, does he just not like drinking it or something? Or does he prefer Drinking it? gravy. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying he has a glass of it while watching television, but I mean, if he's going to sit there with a spoon eating it dry, it's going into his mouth, it's obviously going to become kind of liquid in some form. Why not just heat up some water and, and make it? Yeah, but yeah, that's what he do. I mean, gravy's difficult to make. Have you ever made gravy? He doesn't seem like the fussiest of kids. I mean, he's eating, well, it's true. I reckon if he gravy, managed to put it in like gravy dust, for God's sakes, mm. he's not that. You know, I mean, if somebody, uh, if you saw somebody eating. Um, coffee granules you would think why doesn't he just make a cup of coffee yeah I would so, no I actually I think you're, the you're the voice of reason but then again this. he doesn't seem like the kind of kid who was thinking it through so I don't know if he no, uh, I don't, even don't know if we can expect that from him really no, I think no. that's that's a bit too much. But what was the first so. conversation you, you remember with your parents? No, I'm still. I'll oh, you're still that. I'm still. What's it called? But the, this it was relation to the presence thing. I still oh, right, okay. remember the first conversation, but the present thing. I'd actually gotten a really good He-Man, like an action He-Man. Sorry, I mentioned He-Man before. Did like He-Man for a while and had some He-Man <laughs> yeah. figures. But some erotic He-Man drawings, if I remember correctly. We'll post them on the website. <laughs> but not only that, no, I, I actually got an action man, and I was right. delighted. I absolutely loved it. Thought yeah. it was brilliant, and I sort of spent the entire summer. Yeah. Um, playing with it doing all those bits and pieces things. Well, I don't know what I got for my birthday or for a special occasion but I definitely got it and I was loved it really thought it was brilliant it was a proper one had the velvety hair that you could touch yeah, and yeah. very tactile and you could move his eyes left and right you could yeah. do the whole lot and he was amazing um, he did have that weird thing of having a body that was a slightly different colour from his head oh right okay but this I, was an action man this was yeah a it was an action man, man. Okay. this yeah. was a proper action okay. man that. but I think I thought maybe all English soldiers had that <laughs> a different coloured head from their body yeah it might happen <laughs> well, I guess they're yeah. in hot conditions just yeah, getting a tan exactly. their head. oh their suits are very tight they get very pale inside and very red outside because they're in the sun it's like the French Foreign Legion exactly. but it's English um, but um, we went on holidays to Clare we went on holidays to Clare all the time um, and when I was down there I was br- brought to see a dolmen and a dolmen you know that's yeah, like the ancient burial ground which yeah. is basically two rocks and then a big rock big on top on of top, it yeah. and I was thinking wow what a what a great way to be laid to rest. How old I, were you? Uh, about seven, seven or eight. I was, no, I was a really nerdy kid. For ages, I, I just thought <laughs> I wanted... That's how I'd like to go. Yeah, that, well, it is. <laughs> I was, I was just thinking, I want something that's going to last a thousand years, thousands of years. In right. fact, that reminds me of me, or them of me. And by them, I mean everyone else them, in the world that has survived. Complete and strangers. Was, yeah. Yeah. I listen. You don't don't you say you're in a band. You know you want to you want to really win complete strangers over. Sure, but Scream while I'm friends. alive, you know, not not with a monument, and a big com- rock after I die. I don't not really looking for that so much. Well, maybe I no, wasn't he, thinking about myself, but I was thinking that my action man were he to die in battle. Right, of course. But yeah, it's it a might be a way for him to go off. So he was a perfectly good action man, mm. really, and he wouldn't need such big rocks. You could, well, you could do it therein the lies the rub. Yeah. I didn't need such big rocks because <laughs> I went home and in our back garden we had um, granite, or well, I think it was granite, or marble uh, flagstones that were like... Oh, did all, you? 
granite marble oh, flanks. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're uh, Liscanner rock. That's what it was. And we'd stolen them from Liscanner. What's rock? What, really Lis- flat Liscanner, slate. did you say? Liscanner, really okay. flat slate. But, um, and some... You no, know, like, we had in our back garden. No. A shore. Like a drain, like a sewerage kind of thing. Big square that you could get down into. You mean a pond. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're trying to sell the place, you might call it a pond. But it yeah, was actually a water a, feature. It was actually an access spot into the sewer if you wanted to use it that was our feature we had in our garden that sounds not to say it wasn't a nice garden but where you're talking about having Liscana uh paving stones and stuff we had a we had a storage outlet that's well not an outlet but it you know way to get into it if you wanted to did you ever get into it? no a friend of mine did uh <laughs> he, he, he opened it up and the thing was you could get into one of them and you could there'd be another one like 20 yards down the road okay and you could go down yeah. to it and climb back up so what they would do is no they would open way. up both of them. He would get in and you, you could see the light down. And so he's walking down toward or crawling down towards it. And they closed both of them up. Pitch dark no, in a sewer. No, that's yeah, terrifying. Yeah. They say he came up and he was basically a gibbering basket. For was he not minutes. covered in shit? Uh, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think that would have happened regardless of whether the light was there or not. You're in a sewer. I don't know what they were thinking was going to happen other than being covered in poo. Well, it, the, the idea of covering both ends, though, I mean, that's no escape route. That's no, it's just, just hard. I, I think I'd just freeze and wait for them to kind of get over the laughing and just let open it up. I don't know. But think he said it was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. No, I would freak out. I know as a kid, I, had, I didn't have as much patience as I have now. <laughs> and I have a lot of patience you now. You do. But now, when I was a kid, no, not a no, chance. I something and I was like, Mom! <laughs> Mom! And I was probably a little rat as well. But for <laughs> the, on, for the, the action man, yeah. I brought him home and I went, oh, oh, he's died in battle. Right. He didn't actually die in no. battle, but I skipped to the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you wrote that. the script for him. He I wrote the dead. script going, okay, so let's do his back. No, no, backstory. It's fine. He's just dead. He's yeah. fine like that. Let's build um, something for him. Yeah. So I got one piece of the scanner rock and two granite bricks kind of yeah. thing. And I put him sort of underneath it and I sort of leaned the bit of the scanner rock which is a flat slate kind of thing on top of things like okay. that and I went oh, I salute you sir <laughs> kind of salute him and so delighted to see him sent off in that way and just left him under there and then just forgot about him for yeah. about two three weeks and I went oh he's still there actually man he's still there oh I mean no he's dead so it's fine it was more like a crap science project but I forgot yeah, nothing yeah. like that and I went down and I just lifted the scanner rock and he was there but it was like it, the, obviously the it was like sort of wood lice crawling all over oh. his body and I just looked and I went oh, we'll all go there one day and I just put the, me one day. I put the rock over yeah. it again and walked away <laughs> I don't know what happened I think my dad must have gotten rid of his burial ground oh my god that's end. horrendous but what was the conversation the earliest conversation I could oh sorry talk. I thought this was leading to the conversation no, no it wasn't no, you just, you just brought it in mind, okay, um, I'm sorry I was no, digressing no, that's right, I'm good that's at digressing okay. but um, the earliest conversation I can remember what, uh, as a child I don't know what I can remember with my mum or my dad but I can remember one with my parents and or my grandparents yeah. rather all my grandparents in about 1982 1983 so I would have been about five yeah. at the time uh, we were going down, We again, going down to Clare on holidays, and my granddad had a, a car, an old car that had windows, um, what's it, window in the roof? Sunroof. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, sunroofs that you could wind back okay, entirely. Yeah, yeah. So we arrived, we'd like we'd driven almost all the way down to Clare, and we were just coming into where it was, and I'd asked to be put, it, put in their car so I could tell them about that. And I just remember um, putting my head, up through the sunroof and with my arms on her side saying there is the Burren on the right is the Atlantic it's a very big sea and I gave them kind of a guided tour yeah, yeah. Um, that was probably nonsensical and I'm sure they couldn't hear it because I, my entire body was pretty much shoved up through it and just drove I mean obviously it's not very safe and no, these days I don't think that would no. really really happen no. but um, yeah I, I can remember that I do remember having a conversation with my dad where he looked at me and said you okay? Because obviously yeah, I look yeah. kind of a bit upset about something, and he went, and I went, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm walking back in my mind. <laughs> it's the kind of statement that I think my dad will always remember and yeah. love, right? Yeah. But everyone else in my school, if they'd heard me saying it, yeah, yeah. beating the crap out of me. Absolutely, you would have deserved. That. Even now, I mean, I deserve <laughs> it. I know I've done some pretty odd things as a child, but that's something. That <laughs> walking I, back in my mind. It, but it, if you say time, it makes yeah, sense. I guess so. I, just when you're saying about having your head out the, the sunroof for the car there, when we used to, we were younger, my dad had uh, a Fiat Ritmo. I don't know if you remember those cars, but it, it, it was basically about the same size as 
uh, a golf or a polo, you okay, know, yeah, Volkswagen yeah. golf polo, kind of a little hatchback car. But there was um, my mum, dad, my two sisters, and one of my brothers and me at the time. So four kids in, mm-hmm. in that. And we would go on holiday to Tremor or something like that, you know. And yeah. with all the stuff we'd have to bring, the car was way too small for it. So I would have to get in the boot. <laughs> and my dad would take the parcel shelf off, you know, oh, just yeah, above yeah, the yeah. back seat. So the parcel and shelf. I never knew what it was called. That, I liked it. A parcel shelf. But uh, and so they take that off, and I'd be in the back with cushions off the couch from home. Yeah. And I'd just be lying there, squashed up in there, and I had to go because I was the tallest of the lot, you know. But um, so you'd be cramped in there for the drive all the way down to Tremor, and he'd get out every now and again. But three you hours could, at you, least. You couldn't really sit up. You couldn't really stretch your legs in any way. So you were just. At least for an hour and a half stretch at a time, mm. you'd be in there, and you just wouldn't get away with it today. As uh, you know, as a parent, you know, as I constantly tell my 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 parents, you know, that when we, we remind them of things that happened when we were kids, and just saying, mm. "How the hell did you get away? How did how was that even deemed acceptable?" Like the time my dad drove me and my sister, we had poured paint all over the living or the kit, the bedroom floor and all okay. over my younger sister. Oh, good. And we, to punish us rather than hit us, he brought us, he put us in the car, cleaned <coughs> us up, got all the orange paint off us, drove us down to the nearest halting site, told us to get out of the car. We got out of the car and he drove off about 10 feet and I swear to God, we nearly overtook him. We were running <laughs> so fast. But, uh, so he got back in the car and with the two of us sitting on the back seat, just... Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> and he's going, you want to do that again, will you? No, Dad, we won't. And we just went home. You know, and it's just... Can you imagine doing that today? Just dropping your... I was... I would, what is it that you feared about the whole thing, site, Will? <laughs> I think you know but, uh, I wouldn't have lasted two minutes on the Halton site they use guys like me as currency in there but they, uh, they, my uh, I, I sw- I'd say I was five years old okay because my sister Judy was in a cot so she can't have been and they left a cot there no no <laughs> just wheeled her in take her uh, but um, so I'd say I was five years old and my niece Lucy now is five and mm. The thoughts of just putting her outside the car and driving off even a millimetre is just terrifying to me. But my dad, hey, get out, you're gone, you're gone, you're, you're living with these guys now. And he just drove off a bit. Can you imagine so, what your life would have been like if you'd end up living with them? I often guys? wonder, really, what it would have been like, you know. I'd have my own high ace by now. <laughs> sorry about racial stereotyping uh, delivered there by... Travellers aren't a race. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the courts next year, they may well We'll be. see about that. Bear with it. Bear with it. It could happen. They do have a lot... Or they did have a lot of high ace fans in the 80s. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so that that was... that's. That's how parenting has changed, at least in my house, in my parents' house, anyway. I think that's pretty cool. So what's the time check? What are we up to? We're up to a half an hour. Oh, my God. That's only one question. We're not going to get through all of them. No, I know. So I will know. I ask one of mine? I think it's important that you ask me one of your questions. Okay. So I have to get the notes. There they are. Okay. So. Uh, I'm old school. I got it on paper. So, sometimes when we're, we're in work and you're sitting around a bunch of people and you're talking about things... The conversation often turns to things that I don't know anything about. Now, I know a lot about certain things, do, a right? lot about I, popular I, culture, yeah. uh, music, films, whatever it is. All kind of non-important things in, on, on a certain level. But invariably, the conversation will often turn to um, politics or oh, taxes yeah. or mortgages and stuff like that. And I don't know anything about that stuff. I have a mortgage. <laughs> yeah. And somebody said to me, well, have you got a tracker mortgage? And I, I literally went, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I don't, and I don't even know how I would find out. I sure there's some documentation at home that I haven't read, but signed and just put away somewhere. So there's that, and also, did I you remember, just sign anything that was put in front of you? Pretty much. You like, I was so happy to yeah, get yeah, a house. You're absolutely. Like, Doesn't matter. I just signed yeah. it. How much is it? I can afford that, and then I signed whatever they wanted me to sign. So, um, and the other thing is, uh, like I was talking to our friend Denise, and mm-hmm. we were, for some reason it came up about. The minister for whatever, I don't know what it was, and I didn't know who it was. Yeah. And then he said it was hilarious that I didn't know who this minister was. And then she started probing deeper and deeper. Oh. And she started saying, who's the minister for this? Who's the minister minister for that? And I go, yeah. I don't know. And uh, she, and then it was almost like she's going to ask me something really fundamental. She started asking like me. Like who's a something. T-shirt or something. Yeah, like and that. I kind of got all of yeah. that stuff. But, but I was kind of going, I was getting very worried. And I was kind of almost getting a bit defensive. Going, why, why should I know about these things? You know, it doesn't make a difference. But is there anything in your life that comes up where you kind of go, oh, this subject comes up and I should know about it, but I don't? 
and yeah, is there any topic that comes I, up I like think that? we're probably too alike for this. really because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same in politics I will probably yeah. weigh in stuff like and I'll have very I, I won't say I pass other people's opinions off on right. my own because I don't and I have very strong opinions about certain things but certainly yeah, yeah. I just don't have an opinion on right. the exact same way that that with politics I think I'm probably more willing to stick my oar in even though I have no idea what it is I'm, I'm starting to stir up yeah. I'll, I'll be like well that's obviously racist or something I'll, I'll make a statement yeah. and then all of a sudden someone who knows much better usually Emily yeah. um, will turn around to me and just go um, yeah but that's obviously nonsense and I, I'll feel that because I've stepped into that arena yeah yeah I'm going to have to continue fighting that yeah and and I will become I'm inc- I've, I, I'm not stuck I am apparently I'm very stubborn right. I don't know if I'm stubborn myself or anything like that yeah, but yeah. I will I will stick with the with the conversation and just go with it. Even um, though you know that you started it from a point of kind of it, semi-ignorance, you're still semi, going to fight yeah, it through. I'll, I'll probably own up to yeah. not really knowing what I'm talking about after having a long discussion yeah. about it for half an I'll hour. try and get out of the conversation as quickly as possible. I, like before it comes to, you know, um, who's actually running the country? And I go, eh, you know, but so... I just trying to change the subject as quickly as possible and just move on from there. Uh, but I just move it back on something you like. Well, I think politics is definitely one for me as well, like that. But weirdly, I think it's some technical stuff yeah. in relation to, to 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 not necessarily in relation to work because I think I'm quite good at some of those yeah. things. But and I and I always feel like vindicated when you're, someone asks you questions. I had to do this, and you can tell them you yeah, know, immediately. Yeah. But I do feel the whole that would be an ecumenical matter coming <laughs> right. up, like when when someone asks you a question. I remember one time um, I was. I think it was my first year of teaching yeah. here and uh, the person who taught sound before me had really kindly given me their lecture notes and right. I was like okay Grant so I have a general understanding of it I know what I'm going to structure it and I'll change it yeah. and there was a, a simple word which was um, impedance which okay. we all know E I I M P E. So it's to do with electric, uh, electric. Uh, basically, well, you really mastered all of a sudden, it. I'm really mastered it. It's to do with the amount of voltage that's being sent sure. along a cable and yeah. stuff and I read it for the first time yeah. rather than actually saying it. And I said impotence. Right. And w- one of my students who obviously knew a little bit more about electricity said, isn't that impedance? And I went, well, you could say it that way, but <laughs> you'd be wrong. <laughs> and yeah. I continued into our rest of the lecture saying impotence, impotence. Oh my God. Impotence. It's called well, Actually, I was going to ask you later on about your most embarrassing moment of teaching. Is that it? Would you no, say I think you've got I a worse might, one than that. I think I may have right, had worse okay. ones than that, but I don't know. I think there's so many things that I don't really know a lot about. I mean, yeah. popular culture, fine on. I know probably pointless amounts of stuff about films and pointless yeah. series from the 80s and 90s and today that I should never know. And even stuff that I don't really know enough about, I think I've got enough of a flavour of it that I can put some kind of shell yeah, around. Yeah. Um, you can you can bluff it or blag it a little bit. It's like, but it, it a lot of those subjects you kind of feel, well, I really should. Know. These are grown-up subjects. I should know about these things by now. I know. But I just don't have the, the heart to kind of start learning it or learning it because I should know it or something like that. It just, oh, it just depresses me. And it's like, did you vote in the last, uh, the referendum yeah, thing? Yeah, I did. I didn't. And the oh. reason why, I know that's a terrible thing and yeah. everybody thinks, oh, you should vote. Yeah. And you kind of, well, should you vote if you don't really know what's going on? You know, yeah. and I kind of think, it's, you know, yeah, you might as well, that's flipping a coin voting. And that's, yeah. that's kind of, you know, there is no right and wrong in voting, but at the same time, it should be an informed vote. Definitely. So, and I can't, and it's not that I wasn't aware of it. I, I, I see the posters, you hear people on television for the brief second where you, before you realize what they're on about and flick off. But, uh, and I kind of got a gist of what everyone was saying, but I was kind of going, well, why do I believe that guy over that guy? How do I make a decision on this? It's just. Oh, well, it takes you know, a lot of research. Yeah, and, and I'm time. not willing to give a lot of research and time because I do other things. But it's just. But I kind of feel, you know, I should know these things. But then when people start talking about them, it's so boring. Mm. I can't, can't. Well, all I'd be doing is learning it, so I could have a conversation as boring as this. And I don't want to do that. So, and certain I think levels, you're right. I think it's okay to upset, absent yourself from. I mean, sometimes you just like, yeah. I, I don't even need to know that stuff now, so yeah. I don't want to know. I'm sure there are plenty of things I could talk about that other people would go. I don't know what he's talking about. But again, they, they wouldn't that. necessarily be things you would call crucial. You know, life skills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I find it very difficult to kind of engage in those conversations. And if I'm caught in one, I'll try and get out of it as quickly as possible, or I'll speak in very broad kind of 
terms you know stuff like that you know i'm like that with technical things that i would mm. say if you were asking me that i think the thing is yeah. it's diy i mean yeah. I'm, I'm okay right i'll put a p- picture up no problem i'm happy to paint yeah i'm happy to do all those kind of things but we had problems with uh, really boring stuff but we had problems with our boiler at the weekend as i told yeah. already like that so heat and things like that and someone who's obviously a real man yeah who's quite technical <laughs> and very very helpful came in and showed us that yeah. and he started talking about how so you just turn the the swivel valve onto the nugget and as soon as the nugget's ready you just twist the riboflavin and then just yeah, after you've exactly. done the riboflavin because make sure you don't break the johnson rod and stuff don't, like don't, that, don't break the johnson rod <laughs> what's called it and ensure watch the woggle because if the woggle is flipping you have got to you you're really just gonna have to attenuate that, if that woggle goes it'll take your face off <laughs> <laughs> but, but but the thing is i know it oh yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I never own yeah. up to it. I'm but it's exactly. it's like um, I remember hearing Ricky Gervais on on one of his podcasts saying um, that he doesn't feel that he's at an age now where if he could help somebody back a truck into a parking space, you know, when you're just walking down the street <laughs> yeah. and somebody stopped you, it's like, can you give me a yeah. hand? Just guide me in, and you're going, come on, back, back, back. I'd be so nervous. I'd be just he'd be going back into a shop window or something, or running it. over a cat or a granny or something like that. I just and then I'd run away crying and hide in a garden or something like that. But I just can't. You know, you, you never feel that you're kind of old enough to be doing these things, or you're, you're able to take that yeah. kind of response. Yeah, well, it's just you know these are things for grown ups. I can't be doing that. You know, it's just just not me. You're so. looking at dad. Dad, the guy needs help. <laughs> no, but see, the thing is, I think they wouldn't even ask me. I think they, you know, well, if people they, would. I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. I'll tell no you what, as soon as I learn to drive, I'm going to ask you to help me back it up. <laughs> Can you imagine the two of us trying to do that? I, <laughs> well, I can just imagine it just evolving into flits of laughter and just Or crashing. a fireball of some sort. That, that could result yeah, as well. Yeah, it's just a Father's Head episode with Dougal. <laughs> you let Dougal do a funeral! Just see flames coming <laughs> yeah. up. Got yeah, that's car how I predict. That, that's definitely in our future. Do no. you want to ask me another one? Yeah, I will do. Although what we're time going are we way longer. Now? It's almost five o'clock. We're talking well, We don't have podcast time. discipline yet. so No, so we have no discipline whatsoever. So how long are we on now? We're on 36 minutes okay yeah we've, we've been talking quite a bit for a while like that um i don't know this is the, uh, these are kind of questions that i'm not 100 percent certain <coughs> about but I, I don't know what's the worst trouble you've ever been in the worst trouble i've ever been in um i've never really been in a lot of trouble i've kind of there's been things where if i'd been caught for them i could have been in a lot of trouble okay uh now maybe shouldn't mention just like work things i remember uh (laughs) no 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 work where we're working now which before i started working here i was working in uh and actually the company's gone now so i can say it but um did we used to have i used to work in uh video there (laughs) i just tightened the woggle uh we used i used to work in a video post-production place and i was working as an editor by the time i left it but before that i used to run their duplication department and we used and they used to have very very high rates Mm. um for for the uh, stuff we duplicate, it was all duplicating to VHS. This was pre DVD as a viable yeah. kind of option. You know, this this would have been eleven, twelve years ago just mm-hmm. before I started working here. And yeah. um, so you used to get a lot of students coming in. And Kirsten Sheridan, who went on to uh, make in America, so Jim Sheridan's yeah, daughter, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. would come in all the time. She was in uh, uh, Dunleary, I think, at the time, and she would come in with her films and stuff like. That. And I always wanted to give because I had done the course here, and and uh, in. Uh, communications so i kind of would be similar mindset of we making short films and all of that stuff as well so i'd be very sensitive to students and kind of always give them good rates and stuff like that but after a while in there i realized that um you know the place was falling apart and they were screwing us over for money and not giving us bonuses and stuff like that Mm. so when students came in i would uh i would say they wanted 10 copies of something that could be 50 quid Right. Yeah. For for I know it'd be more than that. It'd be about seventy five quid for ten VHSs of a five minute film. Yeah. So expensive. I would uh, I would have a lot of stock in there that had been used once, and I said, look, I'll do it for you on this tape, and um, it's been used once, but I'll record over. You'll never know. Yeah. And I'll charge you like say two quid a tape or something like that. That's very and, nice. And I would do all of that for them. And uh, now that stock would just be thrown out anyway because you couldn't technically speaking they weren't allowed to use it again. But it was nothing wrong with it. And uh, so I remember thinking, um, if I, uh, I remember doing that, and I remember thinking, this is this is kind of embezzlement, really, when you think of it, isn't it? It's denying yeah. the company Profits. profit that they they're legally entitled to. Yeah. So if I gotten tr- if I'd gotten caught for that, that would have been uh, that would have been big trouble. But I've never really been in huge trouble of have, any, have of you, any uh, kind. Have you ever been Maybe stopped by the Guardi or approached by the Guardi or have to deal with the Guardi in any way? As, uh, the only time was relatively recently. I was going uh, down on the Tonlegi Road and there's a very short bus lane between the UCI and the, the 
turn off onto the Tonleggy Road mm-hmm. and a very short bus lane. And I just went in there and I was hauled over for it. But I didn't get charged or anything like that. I didn't get any points or anything. That's the only time I've ever... Yeah, I'm a very law-abiding character. I haven't really... Well, I, I've done... Maybe just haven't been caught for stuff. Maybe that's it, you know? But I haven't really done anything... I, I remember, I've only been stopped by... Nothing I'm willing to say. I've gotten in trouble with people in relationships and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but nothing I'd be willing to mention here on... Well, I don't know. I think this is, the ideal, you know? this is the ideal opportunity yeah. for you to talk about it. It's a yeah, confessional. I'm sure if, no one's going to listen. I'm sure if other people it. were here, they could tell you all kinds of trouble I've, I've gotten into, but I've just, I'm drawing a blank on it. I have a notion that you're the sort of person who'll get other people into trouble, but then manage to go... just Just drift away and And not and be completely blameless and look angelic almost well like like in meetings and stuff i can get people into trouble i I made owen laugh uh at a meeting once and owen has the loudest he has a real braying kind of it's great laugh it's brilliant (laughs) (laughs) well only donkey in the kind of that it's just so sudden and huge and it's enormous laugh he has it's brilliant when he actually can to do it but I, i can't even remember what i said but i said something and we were in a room with about best part of a hundred people in it mm. and he let out this big laugh and everybody turned and looked at him and it was great but he he got me back we were in um we were in another meeting once and sean how he was at it okay and yeah, he, yeah. he i won't say what what he said but he leaned over and he made some comment about sean how that just made me laugh and laugh and laugh but i was in direct Eyeline with Sean Hawhey. You're and the he, person he's looking at to make sure if this guy's on board, <laughs> if this guy's on board, everyone's on board. <laughs> he's looking at me, shaking and red faced, and at the back of the room, and and then and apparently he's coming back or something. Yeah, and, I know, believe he, he's coming back. <laughs> the next week. So all is threatened to say it again, and it's just unrepeatable. It's just horrible, but it was very funny. He will say funny. it again. So yeah, you're easy to put up, put off. Yeah, I know, pretty pretty easy. But you know, you see, it's a dangerous game because it's like uh, it's like the arms race. It's just mutually assured destruction. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an escalating thing where hired. both of us are pushing the button at the same time. But he, uh, yeah. So I think it's my turn to get him back somehow but it's getting harder and harder because now he's clever enough that he, he he'll distance he can, himself or something like that yeah, he knows not to sit next to you yeah, in a meeting although absolutely. I always look forward to look I used to draw little pictures on stuff and just pass yeah, notes <laughs> along with it important note this is it like and I, and I just passed it along and it was I remember passing along to Dave Kern in a meeting yeah. one before I like well I, I remember coming out of a meeting like that once and thinking to myself, I did really well in that meeting. I really looked like I was interested and I was nodding at all the right points. And then Dave came up to me and he said, uh, he goes, I love looking at you in meetings. You don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gone, I thought I was doing really well. I thought I looked like I was concentrating and really cared, but apparently not. I just can't fake that in a meeting. I just don't know what it is. I wrote a little note to Dave. It was when he was growing a beard. Oh, yeah. And I just sent um, one little note up and it said, I like your little beard. Right. That was one thing. And he looked at it and he started laughing like that. And then I sent him another piece of paper. And so he just passed it to Dave and passed it on like that. And it just said, it makes your face look like a fanny. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think that's an awful word. I never used the word around like that. But when written and at a meeting, yeah. that's very serious. I think it was an end of year one. Yeah, it's uh, got yeah. a funny look to it, the word when it's written down. Yeah, it I think does it's have a funny look to comedy it. Comedy like gold that. written down. Immediately, Dave Kearns. <laughs> <laughs> he actually excused himself in the room yeah. so I felt like that was the biggest victory I've ever had in someone else in trouble well, you've raised the bar there now I'm going to have to top that somehow yeah it's not bad but what's the most trouble you've ever gotten into I remember the only time I've ever been stopped by the police was for doing something we talked about earlier on which is weeing outside which is awful it was when I was around I was 18 I was right, 18 okay. so I was of age to be able to drink and stuff I like that I thought you were allowed to wee outside if you were caught short I mean what do you do for you? I don't think you're allowed I think it's well maybe I don't know we, we used to drink behind the library right, okay, okay. You know, it's very studious in Malahide you know? <laughs> <laughs> let's go in and hang out at the library guys so let's, the library, let's, let's, let's drink Pims <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as far as I know it was probably three cans of Budweiser yeah, which yeah. I've never liked and I still nah. don't drink to this day I just, it's manky but um, but, but I, I was drinking um, and we were all going down to the pub we'd just see this awful thing where we'd hang out at a certain place and drink yeah. for a certain amount of time and then try and get into the pub and then someone would get in a fight and then they get chucked yeah, yeah. out and they're just like oh this is a miserable and it was like a cycle that i thought i'd never get out of when i was in sixth year and yeah, i'm yeah. so glad i did eventually right but um i i was just coming down thinking i don't oh but there in a minute guys and i um went into like a little alleyway so it was really out of the way it wasn't like it was in the street or anything like that and i sort of found an alcove into like a gate into a back at the first back of a load yeah. of houses like and i just sort of went in there and i zipped down and doing away and all of a sudden what's called the police car 
directly behind me in the laneway. Oh, I'm like this, right, come here. And I'm like, <laughs> putting my, uh, zipping myself up and turning around. Yeah. And, and I went around to him and said, I'm so sorry, officer. I've, I've never been in trouble before. And I had I, a stroke I've or something. Never, yeah, yeah, I wasn't, <laughs> but I wasn't for all that. I was kind of drunk. I was like, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I've, I never, I've never done this before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's my first time this, weeing. This is my first time ever urinating. <laughs> uh, what's going? I'm really sorry. And I'm, I'm never going to get. What's your name? Um, Jeffrey. Yeah. Well, and I said my name like an east of this, right? Right. And you could tell him he's getting he had the notepad out yeah, and he licked his, his finger, which I certainly wasn't going to do because I just <laughs> yeah, weeing mine. Of course. <laughs> In terror. You were covered in face. <laughs> You're like, uh, uh, you guys just name. Yeah. Parents' name, and I'm like, do you need to tell my parents? And they're like, uh, maybe. <laughs> Passing them a euro. Surely we could make this problem go <laughs> yeah, away. Euro. It was in the days before yeah, euro. A pound note. Yeah. Put them in a fifty. A mele- it's a millennium fifty. Look, it's a millennium fifty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you want they're to- rare. Yeah. They're rare. I always keep them in the pocket just in case I get in trouble with the police. Be worth money in a few years. It's not minted, but it'll be worth it. Um, and I, I just was desperately yeah. embarrassed. And he said, right. Go on with your business. I didn't go back to do we. I just ran home. And <laughs> <laughs> well, then, as soon as you heard the siren, you should have just turned around with your hands up. <laughs> exactly. Not unzipped, not zipped yourself up, just stood there. <laughs> and then they would have driven away, I think, pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They look like some kind of bad guy in a crap. Still wearing <laughs> Leisure suit Larry or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> waving hands frantically, still pissing. Oh, avoid the pissing man. Avoid the pissing man. Keep going. Yeah, Drive on. They're the early Grand yeah. Theft Auto. But that's, <laughs> the, that's the most like that. trouble you've gotten into trouble. Or the Dad. most trouble you've into. You see, I'm the same. I think we're just too good. I was in detention once in the entire time. I was in detention a lot of times. Were you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never been in detention in school. Well, I was, we had this. Um, we're living in the past with this podcast. I I <laughs> we had this thing in school once where we, uh, it was actually I was in detention. I went back to school after I did my leaving cert for an extra year for this computer course they were running, right? Mm. And because. It was kind of the early days of computers in schools, really. They had just gotten past those big square floppy disks kind yeah, of thing, BBC, you know. So, uh, they had at the time they were relatively decent computers, but mm. because they only had a few in the in the school, and a lot of people wanted to use them, they had to fill up the rest of the timetable with all these bullshit subjects like uh, business organization, technical drawing, oh, woodwork, metalwork, all of this nonsense. It was supposed to be like a computers and business course or something. If you'd done those things, though, how but, much better would you prepare for conversations with every with real men? Exactly. But I was rubbish at welding because we did metalwork. And somebody told us that, you know, when you're welding, I don't know if you've ever done it, but when you have the solder, done. the like a, it looks like it's for all intents and purposes like a large knitting needle of solder mm. and you have a big clamp that holds it on mm. then you've got the mask and you run the current through it and it jumps from the little solder to the thing and it melts the solder but yeah. you, you can't make contact the solder must remain very very close to it But and if it sticks to it, it this is what we were told it completes the current and can blow up so this is what right. we were told and I'm sure it's not That's true scary. so we would be but you couldn't look at it. So you had to pull down the, the welder's mask and in pitch darkness, try and get the thing close to it and then turn it on. And I remember every time I did it, it would just stick to the metal and I had to go, ah! and run out of the room. Yeah, we had a little, it was a little like a dark room that you did because okay. the light from the, the the welding flare was too much. If you yeah, looked yeah, at yeah. it, it would, it would burn the cells off your eyes apparently. But so your eyes I, are I, 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 would, I would do the, the solder. The thing would stick to it. I'd drop it instantly mm. and in complete darkness with a welding mask on, try and find my way out of the room, bumping into things and just staggering out, eventually whipping the mask off and just be there all sweaty going, oh, oh, it's stuck to the, uh, the current. <laughs> and <laughs> so welding was a complete disaster. But they had this sort of thing, business org, where they tried to get us to set up a mini company. Did you ever hear these yeah, things? Yeah, mini yeah, companies? of course. Yeah, yeah. So we decided to get into the entertainment business. Because uh, he had all these ideas, like you'd make a little rocking chair made out of pegs, and you'd sell That'd them. Sell. No, those little things. Who, who wouldn't want one of those? And he said, "Your only expense would be pegs." And we're, oh, it's rubbish. But so we is got. This, it. Is this, did your teacher suggest that? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good suggestion. Yeah, it's from good. You know, who, who, how many years do you reckon he's used that? Do you reckon his first year? He ever this is the first success? year they ran the course. Ah, first okay. and last. So I'll get to that yeah. in a minute. But they. Um, so so we get into the entertainment business, and so the first thing we did was well, we'll start showing movies. So we would get. Uh, one of us would go down and rent uh, a movie from the video library, go yeah. back up and play it and charge people like 50p or a pound or whatever like to show it. A, a and one day we were model. showing um, Jagged Edge. You're Jagged Edge. What age were you? We were, 
I, well, I see, I was very young in sc- when I was in school. I, I did my leaving cert when I was 16. Okay. Yeah. So when I came back to do this course, I had just turned 17 in August and I was back in in okay, September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just barely 17. So we're showing Jagged Edge to all these 11 and 12 year olds and stuff right, like that. And, and just at the part where the mad killer is going to kill this naked woman okay, in yeah. her bed with a knife, the principal kicks open the door and goes, Turn it off! <laughs> <laughs> and then, so he didn't give anyone any money back because the film was on a good five minutes at that point. That's, that's and, uh, fine. But anyway, we got detention for that. Also got detention for. That's uh, a little unfair. It's a little harsh. But it, we also got detention. We set up an evening, a uh, quiz night in the school, yeah. where it was like something like five quid for a table of four people. Mm. We must have sold about a hundred tables worth of uh, of just that, that. But then we went down to Dunn's and we bought like the cheapest diluted orange drink you could get, yeah. a big plastic bin. And just filled it up with water and the orange, and we're selling those for fifty pence each. You know, <laughs> which was like some bin, bin orange. Was the bin clean? The bin was clean, was brand new, okay, brand new. But fine. still, it was a bin, plastic bin. And uh, I had that, that for my party. But then we also bin. we also wrote into Tato saying, uh, "We're having a party for the mentally handicapped. Uh, could you give us some crisps?" And they gave us a load of crisps, and we sold them as well. And, did you, you know, use so the phrase "mentally handicapped"? We did. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of pre PC days. You could say things like that. So. Um, so we did that, and uh, we made, I'd say, on the night, we made about a 1,000 quid. Wow. On tickets alone, we made 500 And what was quid. going on in terms of entertainment? Nothing, really. It was just a quiz. Okay. The big prize was something like 20 quid or something like and that. you made a grand? No, we made, no, the top prize was something like 50 quid. Mm. So, you know, even if you paid a fiver yeah. to get in, you were still only going to, the most you could get out of this was 1250 that's yeah that's a like you know that's yeah, a yeah. 750 uh return on your five quid investment you know so but um so it's not really it wasn't really worth competing for but anyway we made uh that and but then it came to the principal's attention and they were really pleased with it because they only charged us something like 50 quid for the rent of the hall and stuff like that and this money it was for the mentally handicapped wasn't it no oh this is for the mini no, company no no again. it was just for the mini company but we Purely we, we used that story to get free crisps basically so but this is where it all came apart we the Tato rang the school to see how the fundraiser the for went. the mentally handicapped went, and of course we were hauled in, and we had to we had to give a big chunk of the money to them. But uh, Tato ended up making a profit out of the mentally handicapped, non-existent, but still. <laughs> no, what we had to actually pay for the crisps that we got, basically. Is what okay, yeah, to. yeah. How's it going, Hey, John. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nearly yeah. there. All right, we're, we're on our way. Okay. Here's okay. We'll finish up, but uh, yeah. So, so he um. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. So they came in. Uh, we had to pay for the crisps and stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, the last thing we did was we decided we put out a school magazine and we asked for submissions from students okay. in the, the college. And so they say they put in a lot of stuff and we published everything because we fi- we figured that whatever we if if everyone who put something in would buy a copy, so we put everything in and then cool. sold their stuff back to them. And yeah. we made about, we went around to school one day with badly photocopied magazine, just of yeah. scraps of paper, all photocopied. And together. did you get these school photocopiers for that? Yeah, and we, oh, we yeah. took the paper when they weren't looking and stuff. And then basically put out this magazine and made something like 500 quid. And then Why a week, are you a teacher? You're saying something like, <laughs> like it's a genius. You've so many good about a, about a week, a week later, I was walking towards Donovan Shopping Center and I saw one of the guys from the class who was the treasurer of the company. Oh, yeah. And he gave me a bag full that must have been about two grand in it. And he goes, I'm leaving the car, so I took my money. And he gave it that. And I was going, why didn't you leave the rest of it in the bank? And he just kept going. So I was handed a bag of money and I brought it into school the next wow. day and, and uh, divided up. But we you had were potentially a good... in a lot of trouble. You had a bag of money and no. you brought it into school. That's just no, the smacks of the honesty that you've got. <laughs> yeah. But we, uh, the court, there was people queuing up to get into that course. We were having such a good time doing it. But they cancelled it. They didn't run it again after. Because they realised. Because of all the trouble we had gotten You're just creating embezzlers. Yeah, we just. But, you know. That's in in your course in college. Then you've gotten so much. You got more more trouble by creating some kind of weird class or caste system. I I was just trying to entertain people. And, you know, it's. They it, soured it by with their rules and regulations, you know. Yeah. So have we got time to any more, or are we going to end think it there? We're going to have to end up, or else we're okay. going to shut up. But I tell you what, Go on. we will continue this. Add yeah. on. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way it'll work. Okay, okay. we'll do it again. Yeah. All right, we're not finished. That's it. I don't think. Take care. Bye bye. Bye.